Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Welcome to Jetpacks, our overrated. Welcome to another Jetpacks are overrated. I'm Seamus Byrne. There is a big difference between a product that is marketed for gamers and a product that has genuinely been designed for gaming. So this week I'm talking to two key team members on a recent product launch to get a solid insight on which column the new Optus Gamer plans really sit in. There's no surprise if they're willing to come on the show, they're feeling confident they've designed something that is the real deal. And once you hear the story, I think you'll get a good feeling about it too, especially once you factor in tools like Game Path, but let's not jump ahead. I'm talking to Stephen Manichin. He is the Senior Product Development Manager and Clive Dickens, Vice President of Product Development. Clive joins us partway through the conversation. So I kick things off asking Stephen to hit that important question right up front and help alleviate the gamer skepticism head on. Let's dive in. Yeah, we know that hardcore gaming audiences that clearly when you're delivering a product that actually is putting a lot of you know hidden technical effort into making sure that you're delivering a good service to that kind of an audience quite often that audience is also skeptical they see the word gamer stuck on something and they think oh hang on is that actually is that legit or is that just someone trying to you know stick a brand on it and sell it to us so i'd love sort of your you know to describe what exactly is on offer here and in particular then where that under the hood stuff is actually happening that helps to kind of really prove that this is more than just a label Sure, Shame. So thanks very much for having me on. So just in relation to that, if we, um, I think just to, to kind of first take a step back, um, I'd love to introduce myself as first and foremost a gamer myself. And as someone who's really passionate about gaming, you know, I'm FF14 mad player, um, you know, latency is an issue, the servers aren't in Australia, for example, yeah. so that's always been an issue. So when we've looked at kind of how we give Optus and build something for Optus um, that's specifically for gamers, I've always wanted to have that authenticity at the heart of the products that we build and connectivity at the heart of it, because that's what we do best, right? We can we do connectivity well. So um, the really exciting thing about this, this gaming plan, from my perspective, um, is that, you know, we're bringing a device into the household for gamers that actually really helps with an issue that they probably experience and might not know is, is being caused in home due to bandwidth congestion. Um, to give you an example, 
um, you know, my wife might be sitting playing, uh, watching 4K Netflix while I'm, you know, playing Overwatch or whatever it might be, and you get those microseconds of lag where it's well, actually my connectivity is fine, but what's cause, what's what's going on? And it's because she's watching something in the household that's draining my bandwidth, or she's she's um she's downloading a mass massive file, I can't get access to it, um, and I'm really impacted by that and it impacts my experience. And you know, for her, it's like, what's the big deal? Like, you can just pause the game and play it after. I'm like, no, no, I can't. That that you know that Zenyatta There's no poison. It's gone. It's, it's finished. <laughs> Um, so I think that's what's really exciting about this. And when we kind of looked at the market, it's actually only about 20% of, uh, of gamers at the moment who use a dedicated gaming um, modem or device in, in the home. Yeah, right. Um, and they probably don't realize how effective it is at actually, you know, solving those those issues. So, you know, we did a lot of extensive testing on this device. We went out to tender um, and really tried to work with the best in the business in this field, which is why we ended up with, you know, Asus as a partner. So you might not know that uh, you know, Optus hasn't traditionally worked with Asus on, on, on products like this, but we really want to work with a brand that really knew gaming, really could deliver something that was going to be really great for our customers. Um, and so with this router itself, the ability to prioritize bandwidth uh, is, is massive and game changing. So I've actually used this router myself for the past few months, including you know, the test devices we started to build it out. Um, and one of the great things about it is just being able to just switch on and say, cool, prioritize my PC, prioritize my PlayStation um, device, and secretly not prioritize my wife's MacBook or PC or video <laughs> streams. Um, hope she doesn't listen to this, um, so that I'm not being impacted. Um, and it's it's amazing. Like you don't think about it as much because obviously it's always in those micro moments. So you know it might only happen once or twice a day, but it's always the ones that that ruin you. It's always that you know that last shot that might get you killed or whatever it might be, or an AOE that I can't dodge and that frustrates the, the heck out of me. So, so um, I'm really glad that we're able to give something like this to gamers where it's actually allowing them very simply to prioritize their bandwidth, give them a much better gaming experience um, from that front within the home. Um, and importantly as well, we're now it's also not just PC games, it's, it's console gamers too, because anything connected to your home device is going to have this benefit. So uh, yeah, that's why I'm so excited about it and just so excited that gamers um, in Australia and with Loptus will get to experience this. It's, it's going to be it's amazing. So what kinds of intelligent decisions is that making about you know, traffic types? Is this a case of you've you know, analysed you know, where the, you know, the game servers are for different companies or you know, what are the kinds of things that you're doing to be able to know yeah, this is game traffic versus this is you know, Netflix coming off AWS servers or whatever it might be? Yeah, sure. So I think it's it's, quite, it's there's a bit of a distinction here, right? So the router, the, sorry, the modem router itself at home, what it's actually doing is allowing you to prioritize the bandwidth that you have within the home. So every net connection you have will have a limited amount of bandwidth, and where that gets goes and where it gets used for um, is is not depend is dependent on the internet, really, right? So what the what the route, the modem is actually able to do is to be identify actually this traffic is coming from you know from your gaming device, your PlayStation, yeah, right. for example, because you're selecting that as being your primary device. So it yeah. says everything else, it goes in the second lane. This is on the fast lane. All yeah. the traffic here goes on the fast lane. Um, and so that's what it's doing is essentially it's at a device level allowing you to actually select what it is that you want to prioritize and therefore making sure that your gaming traffic is, is, is first up and, and foremost protected from the rest of the bandwidth. Cool. So is that just like a simple you know, setup process when you're first switching it on that just walks you through, you know, pick the key devices that you want to make sure are, are top priority? 
That, that's right, yeah. So when you're setting up the, the modem as, as you normally would with any sort of modem, it'll go through an interface which allows you to very easily select, hey, I want to prioritize my, my gaming through this program called Gear Accelerator and select the devices that you want to prioritize. Um, gamers can always go back though, so it's not like a one and done setup. There's always an ability to access and I'm sure people will to, you know, to fix their ports up and so forth when they're trying to do things. So you can always go back and, and adjust at a later date, but we've tried to make it as simple as possible by having that system so that when you're first booting it up, you can basically click prioritize your gaming traffic and the devices that you want for gaming um, and then away you go that's great clive hello hey clive i'll, Hi, I'll pause it here so we can kind of bring you on in yeah <laughs> thanks for having us yeah no worries i've just had the you know really good basic rundown on the you know the top line of how it works what it's doing how that you know that setup process will work to to make it easy and it sounds like look i think that's such a great stat that only 20% of you know gamers out there are actually already you know I guess they've jumped through their own hoops in order to get themselves set up. So clearly you've seen there's a great opportunity here for the people who go I want to really enjoy gaming but I I don't want to have to get all kind of crunchy with you know changing things around on my own. Yeah, absolutely. Look at the it's a it's a really exciting milestone to put together a a, a modem that really understands the end user as Stephen said, that prioritizes gaming traffic in the premises and home. But couple that with the Game Pass software for PC that obviously helps your um, routing across the open internet as well. The best setups uh, will have a will have hardware solution for the home and a software solution for out of home. And in markets where this is unique, you can go and buy an off-the-shelf um, router, even a fantastic ASOS router from our partners, from, an, from a retailer, and you can go and download some software as well um, that does this. But bringing these together in the, in uh, with an exclusive relationship that we have around this device is something that we think is a really key part of of improving our gaming experience on the Optus network. I mean, do you have any insight into you know that you're willing to share um, about you know what's the typical lifespan for a router in someone's home these days because you know, I imagine so many people they sign up for their plan and then they pretty much never want to have to touch it again because oh that's the scary box in the corner you know like what how do how do people typically you know, deal with managing their their router like I think it depends on the segment the customer segment yeah. as you know it's like I think for the sort of some um, non-gaming family segments it's a dusty box in the corner that are not even sure where it is or what it's called or who supplied it to them then there's the um, more sophisticated user who is you know very aware that their router and maybe their mesh is the thing that they should really take a notice of and their router really should have a 4g backup on it as well if you want to and you need to have a mesh on it to make sure that you can uh, avoid cross-channel interference in crowded Wi-Fi suburbs, because most people don't understand that Wi-Fi is unlicensed and there's a very limited number of sub-brands. So when people say that my internet is poor or my Wi-Fi is bad or they blame a telco, majority of the time it's because their Wi-Fi is experienced cross-channel interference in their house or in their street. And they say, we well, didn't used to be that bad. That's right, because more people are spending more time on the internet and there are now more Wi-Fi hotspots. So, and then you get the ultra end of the experience, which is what we're targeting with the gaming plan, which is um, people that know that actually you need to buy a dedicated piece of hardware for your use case, right? So, you know, most telcos have tried to retrofit 
software or firmware into their legacy hardware and said, oh, look, this is fine for gamers. And I, I sort of think that's like watching your granddad dance at the wedding. It's all a bit embarrassing. What actually <laughs> has to happen is that you, you know who the people that understand your uh, segments are. And there's a handful of global leaders who really understand gaming experience and how a router has to behave. And obviously, we're thrilled that we partner with Asus on that. And in my house, I had my son explain to my wife how important the gaming router and gaming plan was. And it was, of course, he did it through the first person, which is my experience is now prioritized. I will get priority. I, therefore, will be happier, basically what he was saying. <laughs> so, therefore, a parent goes, I, I like that last bit. I'm not so sure about that first bit. <laughs> but um, what parent or what bill payer? and really doesn't want to um, make another family member happy. But, but really, the life cycle of technology in this space is actually getting shorter. Because, you know, years ago, before smartphones became so prevalent, we used to hold our phones on for years and years. And now technology moves so fast, particularly software and operating systems and firmware, that actually you should be, you know, looking to upgrade your router, upgrade your mesh, upgrade your service provider, and upgrade your telco. Uh, much more frequently, and 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 the gaming plan, the gaming router, is is a an ex, is a clear understanding of how to appeal. We think to that um, growing segment. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Cool. Now, can you explain sort of how the, you know, the sort of optional extras on the plan work um, so, you know, to help people understand what is it they're getting when they pay the extra sort of $10 here and there for these, you know, the, the key features? Yeah, so the Optus Home Journeys um, uh, start with a simple number of basic plans, which are really about affordability and speed. Um, so how much do I want to invest and what are the needs of my household? And because all the plans are unlimited, um, we've thankfully moved a long, long way away from limited fixed plans. It's really about speed, you know. So the MBN now has uh, super fast plans and ultra fast plans. You know, it's great to see that twenty uh, percent of Australia finally can get fiber to the premises ultra fast plans now from the RSPs. But the most customers are still on sub hundred meg plans, not because they have limited technology, but by choice because they've, you know, worked out that that they don't need gigabit speeds or 250 megs. And for a lot of homes, um, you know, 100 megs per second is plenty. So the, the, the plans start really simply around the plan table of speed. And then as you add various different use cases to that, so do you want to 
add um do you want to add on game pass for example that allows you to um improve your gaming experience it's ten dollars a month outside of game plan but and of course if you don't have a gamer in your home you don't have a pc you definitely don't want it but if you do then you actually it'd be more cost effective for you to move to to the gamer plan because you actually get it for six months for free so that's sixty dollars of value just by moving to a different plan and then there's a whole range of other options like static ip there's um what we call wi-fi secure which is our partnership with mcafee that keeps um the home safe and there's also our mesh product which we call wi-fi booster which ensures that your home doesn't experience the same cross-channel interference. So these in the journey are optional extras that allow a family member, a bill payer, or a, a single adult to make the right purchase decisions for their use case, for their premises, for their family, or for their home. But the basic principle starts on affordability and speed, and you build your plan around, if you don't have a family, then you probably don't want family secure. If you don't have a gamer, then you don't need Game Pass. And if you don't know what a static IP is, then just then just click no. Cool. Now, Stephen, can you talk a bit about the the technical aspect there of you know you met, we've talked about the router a bit, like what the actual Game Pass software is is then doing, and then also I guess just generally. Yeah, I know most gamers understand latency. That's kind of inherent to, you know, or they often might talk about ping and all the different sort of things, but for other people as well to help them understand why this stuff is actually so critical for uh, for gamers. Yeah, sure. So we might start there um, in terms of latency because, you know, as you would know, as most gamers would know, but you're right, maybe not everyone knows. Um, it is it is basically the number one pain point when it comes to online gaming. Uh, in fact, we did some internal research, um, you know, for the external market that said that 70% of gamers cite that as their number one pain point. It's around connectivity, it's around, you know, lag, that that kills them. Um, and why it's important, I guess, in terms of what latency is, is essentially when Basically, you're trying to do something within a game, um, you know, like land that killing shot, like trying to dodge something. And what ends up happening is that the, your internet seems to freeze for a second and suddenly you're, you're dead on the floor. So, you know, even though if it's a microsecond of it, for, uh, for most normal people, it wouldn't matter. Um, for a gamer, it's really frustrating. And, you know, even people who don't game might have experienced that when you're trying to watch Netflix and suddenly it's, it's buffering. That's, that's lag there, right? Essentially, it's buffering. You're not getting the, the stream quality. It's interrupted. It ruins your experience. Um, and so with Game Path, the, the really exciting thing that we do with that is that we ensure that when we're routing the traffic, um, when you're playing on servers and specifically, particularly overseas servers, which are much further away, we're utilizing the best pathing we can to make sure the route is optimized. So, um, you know, a really practical example is that I, I have to use Game Path when I play FF14. I, I can't play without it. And the reason for that is if I play FF14 um, and I don't use it, my, my latency might be something like 180 milliseconds, um, which, is, which, is quite, which is quite high. If you think about a game on a local server, um, that might only be sitting at you know, 30 milliseconds, for example, if yeah. I was playing WoW locally. So you know, with something like Game Path, that reduces it up to 30%. And the reason it's doing that is that instead of using pathing, which might not necessarily, which might be going through, say, you know, from the US and back into Asia, for example, it's going, hey, Japanese servers here, what's the fastest way to get from here to Japan? Let's use you know, nodes and routes that we've partnered you know, with, that we have access to, that get us there 
there in the fastest possible way. Um, and that's what it's doing essentially. It's just basically giving you the fast path for your traffic, for, for gaming, um, back and forth so that you're getting the better experience. You're not experiencing latency. Um, and so that, you know, I can, I'll still blame latency for my poor performance when I'm, when I'm playing with my friends, but uh, it is helping me in that regard. <laughs> yeah, look, at least the, 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 it's always there as a fallback excuse. Um, <laughs> so yeah, now you- in my household, Seamus, I know there's latency when, <laughs> when I hear that banging on the keyboard upstairs. And I go, oh, my son's just lost a game and he's playing the internet. <laughs> Look, I remember many years ago, one of the first times I went to Europe to cover a, a Counter-Strike tournament, uh, I heard about how, you know, that their networks over there had it set up so that, you know, teams could scrim each other from, like, there might be a team in Spain and a team in Germany, and there were, like, automated systems that would say we're going to set up a server in like the south of France to make the kind of ping equal for both teams. Like there was kind of really clever kinds of things like that going on within that esports space you know, more than 10 years ago. Um, it's kind of great to see the way, you know, that, that there are these things that are entirely outside of our control, but that you've been able to sort of find these kinds of partnerships and things to at least know. We know where this server is going to be and then we can try to find the best path to to get there. Absolutely. And, of course, the key thing as well is that we live on a continent, not a country, yeah. right? So we sometimes, you know, you can you forget that, right? We And we live, you know, people in Sydney live further away than people in Perth than people do from LA to New York or from Moscow to London, right? So... We, as a, as a large continent with a small country, we have huge issues with that because of what we refer to the tyranny of distance. So it actually, the Game Pass experience actually can help people inside the country as well because so even in gaming servers, even with local peering, most people have gaming servers in Sydney and Melbourne. What about the 2.2 million people in Perth, right? So yeah. you know, they, have to, they have to ping the server that's, uh, that's in Moscow over in London. If I say to people, uh, you're, you're on a server in Moscow from London, they'll go, what? But it's actually, that's what you're doing when you're hitting Perth. So it's, it's part of the other reason why it's so good is of our continent. And then the, where we go with this in the future, Seamus, is the latency that we're already seeing as we roll out 5G. Because 5G latency is, is, can bring us down to single digit milliseconds on 5G, single digit milliseconds. You heard Stephen talk about 130 milliseconds. So I was shocked, Stephen. <laughs> you, need, you need to talk to someone. But, um, but like, which, you know, where this all heads is what is the where 5G that is designed as a software-defined network and actually will bring not just super fast speeds up and down, but also uh, unbelievable latency. So, and of course, there's only uh, three operators in the country that really do 5G at scale. So it's actually a really clear differentiation roadmap for us to make this part of our 5G product over time as well. I mean, it does sound like also one of those good examples of where, you know, there's always been so many technologies that they might move, you know, from consumer up into enterprise because it's kind of user-driven. This seems like one of those examples of where, you know, enterprise-grade uh, network architectural intelligence is actually able to, you know, inform a consumer product in some way because you've got all that sort of back-end network knowledge. Is, is it kind of one of those sorts of ideas where, you know, this is stuff that has probably been in use by, you know, global enterprise type, you know, customers and it's like finding that way to, to actually make it help gamers too? 
Absolutely. Look, at the simplest form, this is a, a form of, of a gaming VPN. That's really what it's doing. And it's developed by a super smart uh, Canadian startup um, out of Vancouver. Who, who, um, and when, when you're solving a customer problem, it's great if you're the customer who has that problem. And Rob, who's the founder of, of um, WT Fast, you know, he created a product to solve his problem. You know, I've seen his setup, right? And, and, and that's something that's amazing about just software, right? So we find a great small company in Vancouver, Canada, who, who have solved this problem using some pre-existing thinking around um, what our VPN does, but actually purposing that with AI and gaming to say, actually, we could use this for this problem. And, um, and then a big, normally it's, it's not normal for a great, large uh, corporate like us to then go and work with a smaller company. But those words, the words change, right? Great ideas and great execution is definitely not limited to great companies or big companies. You know, and there are fantastic companies in the world, small companies, private companies that are changing the world. And that's really helps us bring their amazing software to new and wider customers across the world. Excellent. Um, any other sort of key thoughts on you know, this product or the, you know, the ways in which Optus in general you know, is, is trying to help the, the gaming space here in Australia? I suppose the last thing I'd say is that um, we think that in the future, you know, at the moment, the industry measures um, network experience on pretty much one metric, which is the sort of the MBN um, speed metric. <clears throat> which is the sort of standard, you know, number one MBM provider. I think we've been number one out of four out of the last five consecutive quarters. Adrian can fact check me on that one. And um, But that, of course, only tells part of the story. We think that a software defines what we call living network, which should be actually have a number of attributes like video experience, like gaming experience, like upload speed, like download speed, like ping like latency and jitter. And actually, the, if you want to, you know, you choose your network based on the things that are important to you. Of course, we all want to provide great value and great service. But actually, after that, really be careful what you choose because some network providers really understand you as a customer and some companies claim to understand you as a customer. Yeah, that's great. And I mean, you, you sort of touched on something there that, you know, I, I know I've kind of always personally had a bit of a you know, bugbear with is that if if everybody just worries about what's the you know maximum speed, it's like actually so much of what the promise of 5G is has almost nothing to do with raw speed and has everything to do with you know, the way in which it will start creating entirely new kinds of networks in society. So it's like, ah, oh, there's, there's a lot more to this than just what's the fastest thing I can download. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Our 5G network is uh, a software-defined network. Our 4G network is not. We have, we are, we've already um, added a millimeter wave, ultra-high band frequency, which we've demonstrated in the wild to deliver 4.4 gigabits per second. 4.4 gigabits per second, not in a lab, but in the wild. There are very little of any use cases at the moment that need 4.4 gigabits per second, right? So we sort of reached peak speed, right? The speed has now accelerated ahead of any use case imaginable. 
I try to explain to my son again, you know, how many Xbox games you'd be downloading per second when it's four gigabits <laughs> per second. Because I can't get, people don't know how fast that is. So, so therefore, once we've got to peak speed, we'll move towards people understanding that network isn't just about speed. You know, it's, it's got to start asking about what's upload speed. Way too much emphasis is put on download speed. But for some people, upload speed is more important. If you work in a, a business with big files, big CAD files, you want to upload those to the cloud from your offline hard drives. Upload speed at that moment becomes more important to you than download. And, and our standalone core, which is what we're finding at the moment, will allow us to deliver real insane speeds, pockets of speeds, upload, download. And where people will start to understand that 5G isn't just about fast download. We are the fastest down, uh, 5G in Sydney and Melbourne, in fact. But we're pushing on saying software to find 5G living network actually has so many other uh, benefits to it. And actually, what do you want to, you want to use the network for? What is the problem you're trying to solve? Who is the target audience? And what, what business or consumer or family needs to do what? But, but now we're getting to near 100% penetration of MBN. These are just the evolutional questions of a sophisticated, connected society. Whereas for the last 20 years, I just need to get on the internet. It's been, and I don't want to pay too much money for it. And it needs to work. And can you get rid of that spinning wheel of debt? That's as bad as quickly. But over the next 10 years, people will go, actually, no, I need, I need upload. I need, I need better latency. And, and, and the consumers will, will um, the value plans will be the sort of like, you know, that's the, in the supermarket, I need bread, milk, butter. But if you want to go off and buy some pen folds, then, of course, you'll pay for pen folds. If you want to go and get some some fine dining ingredients, you're going to go to the fish counter. You know, if you want a ready meal, you're getting the ready meal. You know, so we're just building a sophisticated um, world where people start to understand how a software-defined living network solves customer problems, which go way beyond just how much does it cost and how fast does it go. Yeah, and I think to that to that point, Claude, that's why I'm so excited about what we're doing, particularly even in this, this gaming space, right? Because, you know, to Claude's point before, we're not just saying, hey, let's just stick some gaming software on a, on a modem, on our existing modems and go out with it and, and let that be that for gamers, right? We don't want to do that. We want to actually really go in there and look at customer <laughs> customer problems, gamers' problems, my problems. How do I solve how do I solve my problems? How do I solve my problems gaming? What are the experience things that we can do? Let's partner with the best in the industry to solve those problems and let's do the things that we can for with our core competency, which is connectivity, uh, and ensure that we we make that our forefront throughout throughout what we do. So um, I'm really excited for by by all the things that we're doing in that space. Really important last question then for you, Stephen. You must be excited by the fact that we're getting an oceanic server for Final Fantasy fourteen. I, I am very excited, actually, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, we've got N. Walker coming out in uh, in November, November 23rd, I believe. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be great. I think it's, it's a real testament to the community here in, in Australia, obviously, the gaming community, that, you know, they have enough of a presence that we've actually convinced, you know, one of the big giants in gaming, Square Enix, you know, all the way to Japan, to bring a server uh, in Oceania. So I'm sure, you know, myself and, you know, many of uh, tens of thousands of, of players uh, here in Australia are going to be very excited uh, about that move um, and looking at, yeah, obviously making sure that when that gets here, we will do our best to ensure we provide, you know, the best connectivity we can to that as well. Even if it's just so that I don't have to use my uh, 180 pings anymore and can get the and can start uh, avoiding those AOEs a little bit better. Hold up. 
the number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.